hello. Hey, everybody. What's up? It's your buddy Chase. Welcome to another episode of the show. That's right. On today's show, it's a micro show, and we are talking about one of my favorite things on the planet, cold therapy. You probably saw that from the title of the show before you even press play. And what is cold therapy? Why do I care? And most importantly, why should you care? I think it's reasonable to open with a little bit of a backstory. So the first time I had experience with any cold therapy at all, I was a young athlete and I sprained my ankle. And I was told by the sports medicine doctor to put ice on it because ice would limit the inflammation and uh, when I'm limiting the inflammation or reducing the inflammation, the swelling, uh, that, you know, it may allow it to heal faster. Now, fast forward to me being a, uh, a scholarship athlete at San Diego state. I went and played soccer the first year I got to San Diego state. We had a world-class training facility there. Um, sports psychologists, sports medicine doctors that were taking care of our train, our team. We were one of the top 10 teams in the country, D1. And so there was a lot of attention paid to our health and a lot of research going on. Um, and when I got there the first year, when we were injured or just had a lot of, cause there's a ton of running and soccer, obviously we got in the habit, our team at the suggestion of our doctor of icing, uh, from basically from the knees down. And so after every practice or a couple times a week, at least we were icing and fast forward five years, I was at the five-year college program because of being an athlete. Uh, and my last year there, we were taking full ice baths up to our neck and the research was moving so quickly and the health benefits that we were experiencing on our team that, that, that the research was yielding was that, wow, it turns out cold is actually very good for you. So there wasn't one piece of me that was really excited about this, just to be totally transparent. Um, and so when I left college, I also left ice baths. I was like, I was, I was good. I did not need them in my life because it was always also not clear of just the general health benefits that transcended uh, what an athlete might, um, why an athlete might benefit. Um, but I remember a thing, you know, 20 years, <laughs> 20 years into the future, uh, this idea of a polar bear plunge on new year. I don't know if you uh, are familiar with this concept, but if you're around cold waters, we are here in the Pacific Northwest or other areas of the world. Uh, you see this a lot in Scandinavia, um, either new years or just as a fun habit, you get with a, a bunch of buddies and you run into or dive into freezing cold water. And I did this one year, a number of years ago, maybe more than a decade with some friends on new year's. And it was like, I think, you know, five degrees outside. And, uh, the water was, I think 40, uh, low forties, uh, 44, 46 degrees, which is very cold. That's, uh, Fahrenheit, not Celsius. And I remember, you know, you dive in, you're having fun. It's the day after you're kind of hung over it. And I remember getting out of that water and I felt so alive, so alive. I immediately then retraced the benefits that I had experienced years before as a college athlete. And I was like, God, there's got to be something here. And I started experimenting. The experiments I can say now about, uh, I don't know, somewhere between five and 10 years on have transformed my life in immeasurable ways. And if you've made it this far into the show, then I feel like I have the ability to make the case of why you should at least experiment with this. It doesn't have to sound awesome. It doesn't have to sound inviting. Or I promise it doesn't sound inviting to me and yet I still do it every day. But what I want to do in this show is give you a couple of 
ways to test it, ways to get involved, way to dip your toe in the water, metaphorically and actually. <laughs> um, so if this sounds at all intimidating, stay with me for a few minutes here because, again, contrary to what you might feel or what it might seem like, you do not have to make a huge investment. You do not have to change your life and you do not have to become a cold water freak like I am in order to make use of this and to get huge benefits. All right. So that's the what, but I want to backtrack to the why, uh, like why would you do this? And then we can get to the how, this idea of some lightweight experiments that you can run to get involved. So the why, well, what we know now that we didn't necessarily know way back uh, when I first started experimenting a long time ago in college is, of course, it does provide anti-inflammatory benefits. And now so many of the things in our life, the foods that we eat, um, modern life, it can be hard on our body. You know, cellular inflammation is a, is a real challenge to our health. But there are anti-inflammatory pro uh, properties to this process, but I think that that's probably one of the smallest benefits. Other benefits are an increased effectiveness of your immune system. That's right. Cold water is a lightweight stressor that increases your body's ability, your the swiftness of response, and the, um, the ability to fight disease. Uh, another benefit that I have personally experienced is an overall mood boost. It is like a natural high and I call it better than coffee. And it's that same buzz that I felt when I got out of the water after doing a polar plunge a number of years ago, you actually feel better. You feel awake and there's scientific research that shows that there's a long, long-term long tail benefit to cold water therapy with respect to elevating your mood. There's also some really nuanced uh, science around cultivating brown fat in your body, which has powerful metabolic effects on health and weight loss or maintenance of an existing physique that you got. And what I feel like the most important benefit is, outside of all those others, which are numerous and myriad and powerful, is that I think this maybe has affected my the most number of areas of my life. A big key is I have just become comfortable with being uncomfortable, with willingly putting myself in an uncomfortable position on a daily basis has allowed me to, in many ways, persevere all kinds of difficulty and challenges. And the my ability to push through even this lightweight fear of like, oh, I'm going to be so cold for a little while has, again, small impact, huge benefit, small, immediate Awareness, huge long-term benefit. Okay, so that's a little bit of the why. And now I would like to talk about the part that you may be the most curious about, which is how. Well, like most things, I encourage you to make a habit of this. So my ask is that you do not just do this one time, but you agree to do it, say, five or seven times in a row. Do it for a week. Do it every day for a week. Um. And this benefit of making it a habit and doing so over five days will, I think, pave the way uh, for you to uh, understand your own path, your own willingness to gravitate toward this. Um, and, you know, truly my experience was I got more and more interested in this over the course of a year and I progressed um, reasonably slowly despite having experienced these benefits. So this doesn't feel like a thing you have to drop everything and, you know, 
run out and invest in a giant cold plunge. Um, but also lastly, before we get into the, to the how, I want you to think about the power of cold water that I'm talking about, that the science backs up, that folks like Tim and Vim Hoff and, and others that you probably see in your social feed timeline are talking about with respect to cold water and how it's, it's scientific, it's tested, it's proven. And, and again, my, I'm sharing my own experience here with you. So leave any baggage that you have about cold water or even the idea of being cold. So many, especially women have commented when I have had this conversation with them that, oh, I'm so cold. Well, ironically, most of the folks that I know who are women who have tried this have got a, a huge benefit as well. So, um, you know, regardless of gender, I'm really just please suspend your concerns, suspend baggage and any assumptions you may have before actually doing it. So again, the punchline for today's show, cold exposure is very good for you. Uh, there's scientific backing. My own experience validates that there's a lot of ways to do it. So now let's get started. There are three degrees to which I would encourage you to um, increase your experience. My personal recommendation is to skip step one and go straight to step two. And then <clears throat> step three may be a longer term uh, solution if you feel like this has is, is you really, really like it. But step one is to do three things. One, splash cold water on your face repeatedly in the morning for 30 seconds and then put an icy towel around your neck. A very, the coldest water you can soak a towel in, soak a towel in ice water, wring it out, and then put that on your neck for, let's call it five minutes. Now, right now you may be saying like, hmm, cold water on the neck, splash on the face. I can do that. That's pretty easy. And that's what I'm hoping that you think. And the research is, is pretty interesting. I don't know. I don't remember what the exact percentage is, but it's something like there's, you know, 60% benefit from a cold tower on the neck for five minutes relative to um, cold showers. So if you are a person who is very trepidatious, you're worried about getting started, then this is the lowest weight way you can uh, experiment with this therapy. Now, I believe that you will find a benefit from splashing cold water on your face. Again, I like icy cold water and by ice in the sink or ice in a giant bowl, letting it hang there for a couple of minutes, then splashing your face repeatedly with that water, then soaking that icy towel in that water, wringing it out and keep it on your neck, maybe a couple different applications over the course of five minutes. That seems like a lot of work to me relative to, to sort of the next level of intensity, which I would recommend starting with, unless you're a, a total noob and you're scared. I, I don't, I'm not judging, but my recommendation is that you try a cold shower. Now, this is not an entirely cold shower. There is contrast involved here. And by contrast, I mean, you take a normal shower, you clean your body. And at the end of cleaning your body, you, there's a little moment of truth. And you look at that <laughs> temperature gauge or the knob on the wall, and you flip it all the way to cold. And you stand under that cold water after a nice, toasty, warm shower you stand under that water for at least one minute. Now, when I say underneath it, I do not mean let it hit your legs. I mean, let that water run as cold as it can on the back of your neck, on your face, on your head, on your chest. 
and you do that continuously for at least a minute. I like three minutes personally. It ends up being a little more than most people want to stand under cold water. But after you do that, again, warm shower, normal clean your body, last minute of cold. I promise that you are going to be cursing my name for the first 10 seconds. But if in all of these cases you breathe, you remind yourself some mantra like I can do this, I can do hard things, this is helping. If you just say that to yourself for a minute, that when that minute is over and you turn off that water, you will feel fantastic. You will have done something and you will feel better than you felt when you get into it. I believe you will feel awake, you will feel refreshed, you may feel cold, but I bet you will feel good. Now, I do want to share sort of the third depth, the third rung, if you will, and that is actually cold plunging. Now, this is what you see on social media because people post these photos and they want to seem all hardcore. I want to say that this is not required to get what I would consider to be 80% of the benefits that you can get just through the cold shower part. But to get the true 100% benefits, uh, ice baths are incredible. Now, it takes a lot of ice. And it takes some cold water. You can do this in the bathtub at your house. Um, I am so passionate about this that I actually have a, a hot tub and a cold plunge, a, a actual fixture in my yard whose only job it is in life is to be a cold plunge. And that is essentially an ice bath that operates in the, the mid-40s uh, and sometimes colder um, throughout the year that I get in every day. So... There are also various uh, things you can look up on the internet. If you Google these things, you can buy them for somewhere between $500 and $1,000 that are they're branded as sort of cold plunges. But you can also go to your local hardware store and buy these metal troughs. Have you seen those things that are like, and they literally look, I think they're, they're sold as planter beds or something, but it's just a sheet metal trough that is very effective. Um, you need to put it outside, fill it with ice, and cold water and then get in that thing. I think that you get 90% of the benefits of cold water plunging at three minutes. But if you want to do five or even longer, you may. You may want to have a friend around when you do this because uh, you know your body doesn't work all that good when you get out after being under ice for five minutes. Um, but it is an incredible feeling and again, has incredible benefits. So Again, those are the three depths that I would consider you evaluate and decide which one's best for you. Now, you know that I'm a lifelonger, life, lifelong cold plunger. Um, this is something I do every day, but I would not do that for some fad or some like jumping through the hoop. I have felt legitimate benefits and I know you will do too. So those are the details of each of the three, what I call degrees. And I will leave you with an idea that you ought to consider for any and all of these three. What is beneficial and I would say um, helpful if not critical is the goal is to control your breathing. Slow, deep breathing that will um, allow you to get used to, get over that initial shock because it is substantial. And you'd be surprised, I believe you'll be surprised how fast your body can settle into tolerating this cold water. And before I let you go, there, you know, I have talked about cold water therapy for a long time in a number of different venues, either on stages or in social media, make videos about it. 
And I've had a handful of questions that I think are helpful. Some questions, and I'll just rip through these here really quickly before I sign off. Do I have to do this every day? You don't have to do it every day at all. There just the more you do it, the more benefits. But there, you know, probably is some Pareto law here, some 80-20. If you do it, um, you know, 20% of the time, you get 80% of the results. I haven't done the scientific validation. So I would say do it as much as you can tolerate, but most importantly, do it five days in a row to try and begin the habit and to, un, to overcome the idea of just being uncomfortable for one day and saying, oh, I didn't like that. Do it for five days. Another rapid fire question, how much does temperature matter? I think it matters a lot. I, you know, if the water that you're getting into is 67 or 69 or 73 degrees, that's not all that cold. Of course, it's much colder than your body temperature at 98.6 or thereabouts. But I find that uh, the colder you can get the water, um, the more I feel the benefits. Um, this could be psychological. Again, I do not have a scientific sliding scale that says X temperature produces Y uh, result. But I like ice and I, I like the water as cold as you can make it. Putting those two things together at one of those three experiments, either cold, cold towel, cold water on the face, cold towel, maybe even hands under cold water is a good way of getting your body temperature down. Uh, again, shower or the full cold plunge. Um, and the last sort of line of questioning is, is largely around mental side of the practice. You know, is there some game that I play in order to get through it? And at, at first, I used to play games like, you know, I would count, you know, count as slowly as possible in order to get under, to get a minute, 1,001, 1,002, and to give myself something to think about besides just like, holy shit, am I cold right now? Um, but then, uh, you know, now that I am more well-seasoned and practiced, it it is less of a mental game over the course of a minute or three and more of a mental game in the first five seconds. How can I control my breathing in the first five seconds when I get under that water? Again, I go up to my neck. Um, you can go underneath the water, although you should only do that if you've got uh, someone there to observe you. So um, yeah, that's, again, I'm not a doctor, but these are my own experiences. And I recommend if you're going to go fully submerged that you have somebody there to observe you. Um, so again, hope those questions help you know, assuage some of your concerns. The benefits are profound. Um, you know, Googling my name in cold water, you'll get some videos. The name of Wim Hof, W-I-M-H-O-F. Uh, he's an incredible person. He's been on this show before. Uh, you can look up our episode or research him if you're more interested or if you're interested in learning more. Um, remember to breathe. And signing off, please don't hesitate to share your experience. I want to know who is doing it out there. I will make every attempt to respond to all of your concerns and questions. Remember, you can always text me questions or your experience. Maybe send me a photo of your cold plunge to 206-309-5177. That's actually me texting with you on the other end. Those are my thumbs. Uh, so go forth and conquer. And until then, uh, or until next time, rather, I bid you adieu. Enjoy the cold water. All right. Hey, before you go, thank you so much for listening. And I want you to know that I appreciate the time, the attention that you give to this show, to the guests, and to yours truly. I wanted to take a second to say thank you. This community, like any community, is a testament to the saying that a rising tide lifts all boats. 
by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing the show, the tidbits that you learn, the experiences that you take away from here, we can collectively have a massive positive impact on the world. Now, whether you're new here to my orbit or you've been here for a decade, I would encourage you to think about how you can show up for your peers, for your fellow creators, and the people in your life that you really know and care about. And one way of doing that is to share this podcast. If you got any value from one of these shows or if you've been listening for a long time, your spreading the love means the world to me. That's how this show gets out. We don't spend a dollar on paid advertising for the show. It's you and me and the guests on the show that help reach new people every week. So I wanted to say thank you. I wanted to remind you that the only way this thing grows is if we grow together. And, uh, and I'm grateful for any and all action that you take to that end. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together.